Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo Chant. On WGR Sports Radio 550. I'll tell you who left it all on the field by the sounds of it. Sal Capaccio. He was already talking about it'll be 5 in the morning when I get home on Monday when, it, when the team gets back. And uh, Sal, I don't know. I, don't, I mean this in a good way. I'm thinking that maybe you're feeling it today. Yeah, it's run, running on some adrenaline and energy right now, to be honest with you. Um, it was. It was 4.45, I believe, when the plane landed. And there were people at the airport greeting the team, obviously. That happens in these types of situations, regardless of time. And, um, yeah, I was. And you guys heard, you know, my voice and the energy I had after the game. That was following the interview I did with Sean McDermott. But, boy, he was – you don't, you rarely get that kind of emotion right there from Sean, but – very spontaneous, and I asked him to turn around and look at Bill's Mafia and Great what job. that meant. And, Great job and, by and you. He was emotional. Yep. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I just want to thank Bill's PR. Honestly, like the way those scenes work behind the scenes for everybody that knows, like normally, as you know, when the team wins, I, I grab a player, but I have to see who the network's getting first. I'm never going to be able to get Josh Allen. He's got to do interviews with, you know, CBS or Fox or whoever. Um, so I'll ask, you know, in this case, I said to Melissa Stark, you know, who are you getting? She said, Josh, obviously. And then, um, you know, so I'll try and grab somebody. And I, I looked. I was going to go after Dawson or Deontay. And um, Bill's PR director, Derek Boyko, gets a lot of credit. He looked at me and said, hey, Sean's right here if you want him. And obviously, I was going to take that opportunity. So Sean didn't know. So for that, that was really what was cool for me. It was so spontaneous for him. Right. He had no idea. And um, for that emotion to come out was really cool. Yeah, that's that's rare. Like, I don't recall. I, I often hear, because at least when we do post game. Um, I, I, that's when I sort of get hooked in and start hearing the broadcast is your on-field interview. I've never heard McDermott in that setting. Is that the first time you've got him like right after the game on yeah. the field like that? It is. And I've often envisioned how the broadcast would sound after the game if there was some sort of championship one and a celebration on the field. And it happened. And, and my you know envisioning of it always was to stay down there and get as many people. So Great job by Chris Brown and Eric and uh, Greg Harvey and Todd Brody. I, I stayed and, and waited till Dawson was done with the prayer circle, asked him for a few minutes, a couple uh, questions, and then Deontay was actually doing a, a national TV interview, and I walked over and waited for him to be done. So not only got McDermott, but the other guys. And, and that was what I was trying to capture the scene down there, but it was truly remarkable, guys. I mean, you know, you know how much Bill's Mafia was in the stands, how many Bill's right. fans were there. And they all stayed until those guys were all off the field waiting for Josh and things like that. So the emotion, the energy, the vibe in that stadium last night 
and Sean on the field and the players was was just incredible. If, if folks don't watch European soccer, I, I watch a lot of English Premier League. I'll bet this is similar mm-hmm. in the other big the other big European leagues. The the visiting team often their, their supporters are there. They're in a corner of the stadium usually, and you will often see at the conclusion, win or lose these games. But certainly, it's more celebratory if if the road team is won. They'll go and and stand in the corner with you know with some teammates and address the fans and thank the fans. And Allen running around the stadium last night absolutely one hundred percent had those vibes for me. Yeah, someone called the show today to to say that. Um, I think it was the first caller I had today actually. Uh, she called from Rochester. I can't remember her name, uh, unfortunately, but she said the same thing to me, and I, I didn't realize that. You know, I, I know the projections earlier in the week were 52%, maybe Bills fans from Vivid Seats. I don't know if it was that much. I mean, on the Bills sideline, it was probably 70%, to be honest with you, though, like from end zone to end zone and up in that corner. And then on the other side was, you know, mostly Dolphins fans, but a lot of Bills fans. But, you know, they made a difference, and they were just waiting, and, and there was obviously – a few things that happened that went wrong for the Bills early on, and you just got this feeling that, oh, here we go again. When that Deontay Hardy punt return happened, though, that just changed everything about the stadium, guys. Everything. I'm talking each sideline. I'm talking the fans. I think the, 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 the energy, the confidence, you could feel it exude. It's one of those times where, you know, I know we talk about how much momentum means. Whatever word you want to call it. I don't know if that's it. But there was a, certainly a difference in atmosphere after that play. I woke up at 5.30. I'm doing that now. We have a puppy. Kids get on the bus in about an hour from that. So 5.30, I'm up. First thing, out of habit. I check my phone, and it's pictures of the Bills and the fans at the airport. But, you know, not a lot is going on overnight. So it feels like that's probably a few hours. Then I realized this is like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I, you know, it's dark out, and I'm like, okay, this happened. Probably got home like two or so. I know what you had told me, but just hit me. Like, yeah. oh, this is actually like kind of live right now. right now. Yeah. Yes. Well, Sal, last year there was a lot of stress down the stretch of the regular season, and stress is not an appropriate word to describe what happened in Cincinnati last year. The season ended with a disappointing loss, and, you know, there was a lot of, what did you expect? I mean, this team only had so much. Any team only has so much in the, in the proverbial tank. What is your yeah. thought now on these guys? Because it's been different stress, but... They'll all be saying how they've been in the playoffs for five weeks. And you look at McDermott, listen to McDermott last night with you, and holy cow, a lot is coming out. So can they keep winning? Yeah, they can, but I am interested in how they kind of respond now, given all of the, you know, pressure, if if you want to call it, that was put on them over the last, the stress is good word you use, Mike, over the last six weeks or so to get to this point. They They had to keep winning. They had to. They were three games back with five to play. I mean, that says a lot about the Dolphins, too, and what they didn't do. But, you know, to, to be in this stressful environment and situation, you know, there's something to be said for always taking every day and every game, one at a time, and stacking these wins. But I'll also, like, you have this, this exhale, and, you know, you got to get back up for it. You got to get back up. You got to get back into that mold, mold, and mode, excuse, excuse me, of this type of environment. Um, now, of course, I, I'm going to say, not the team, obviously, that how playing the Pittsburgh Steelers versus another team, maybe if, if you can't get quite as up emotionally, maybe that will help you playing a team that I think is not on the level of the Bills, but it's still a team in the NFL that made the playoffs, and they got to get back right there. Now, the emotional part of it of last year and having nothing left in the tank, and I agree with that, and I was a part of that, I don't feel that this year at all, obviously, and we all know what happened with DeMar Hamlin, but the schedule's 
and what happened with the snow in November, and then again in December, and then DeMar, like, I, I do think they were running on fumes last year. I don't think that at all now, but I do think there's got to be something to be said for the emotion of them being able to let this out and now getting back up six days later to play a playoff team. Yeah, it, it feels to me much more like regular football stress, Sal. And it's not to say that yep. that, that, that can't drain you. Um, you know, I guess we, we've both, Mike and myself, at different times have said, we'll probably decide after the game whether or not, or, or whenever they lose, like did they run out of gas, are they tired or whatever. Um, you know, I was worried about them last year before they played the Bengals' regular season game because of all that they had been through prior to that. This year... I don't know. It it feels like sort of more par for the course. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's football yeah. stuff. So you're there. Look at the lay of the land here. You're in as good a spot as you've ever been through these years. And I I would hope that that sort of if they are feeling a little fatigued emotionally, mentally, that maybe looking at just looking at the grid and realizing they're the two seed, um, maybe boost them a bit. Yeah, I agree that they're in a great spot compared to where they could have been. And obviously, they got some help on Sunday. I mean, how about the Tennessee Titans? Your team, Bulldog. Your team, man. They help the Bulldogs. There you go. My Titans. The Titans, man. Um, They go to Miami and win, which was huge on that that night game. And then they they beat Jacksonville. That allowed, I think, a little bit of that stress to go away. But, of course, they created their own stress again during the game. But I'd also say the Steelers have been in this same situation for the last several weeks. They've been fighting every week for their playoff lives just to get into the playoffs and clawing and scratching and doing whatever they can so I think they're all they're both in the same kind of uh, situation here when it comes to that but as far as as good of a spot they can be in that's right I mean come on six and six after 12 games to now earn the two seed and the difference between the two and what they would have been the seven last night and having to go on the road back to Miami and then to Baltimore in week number two now you get Pittsburgh at home who knows either Kansas City or Houston, or Cleveland, and avoiding Baltimore for another week when they're going to have to play a challenging team. I mean, it really is well set up for them, and now they need to take advantage. It is different, though. I'm sure you'd agree, Sal. Like, they did have to win late. It's three straight for Pittsburgh to get in, but were they even thinking about it? You know, those those losses to Arizona, New England, and Indianapolis, you've had a coordinator change. You've had, really, two quarterback changes in there. It's kind of like get to the end, but they were alive, and... This is an, this has happened before when a unimpressive, if I may, Steeler team gets the seven. When they went to Kansas City one year, they did the same thing, and were big underdogs with Ben Roethlisberger. We'll see what they can do uh, here on Sunday early. I know you you'll you'll talk to Patrick Hammer and have the weather you know insight here early on. It looks like it could be pretty rough Sunday. Temperatures yeah. in the twenties and high winds. Not Kansas City, which is apparently looking at minus 18 with the wind chill Saturday night for Miami. Man. But still uh, not, wow. not ideal. But it's January. It's yeah, Buffalo. And, and, and speaking of that, so Pat just texted me actually right before I went on the air with you guys. And he said, hey, I'll communicate with you all week so you know. So we'll keep everybody updated throughout the week. He did say it is looking like what he calls a weather game, but he said there is some good and bad information out there. So, you know, we'll, we'll straighten that out as the week goes on. It does kind of concern me from a football standpoint. Weather's the ultimate equalizer, right, guys? And you're playing a team here in Pittsburgh that would rather play a low-scoring game. And that's the kind of game, like they played Saturday night in that kind of weather, that's the kind of game that could be a low-scoring game. All it takes is a a ball on the ground, an interception, a a fumble here or there to really kind of, you know, even all of that out. So, So, you know, we'll see what happens there. I don't want to sound like an alarmist. They're exactly that Patriot team that won here in the 
in the wind, right? They just <laughs> right. want to run Najee yeah, right. and Jalen Warren 50 times. They'll throw three passes. Watch them. <laughs> well, that, that may be true. I agree. But that year, the Bills had some problems against the run that showed up a lot. Far less this year. They were getting beat on the run last night. But I think the Bills are far more well-equipped to handle a team like that in this situation. Good, good. With what they have in the defensive line this time around. Right. Yeah, Well, they, yeah, they, they had a tough first half. What did Miami have? Yep. Eight yards in the second half? They, they only had, they ran 17 yep. plays. Four of them were on that final desperation drive. I mean, I, I, how much of a great job by Sean McDermott here? We, we know the heat he was taking uh, and the criticism he was facing um, on the heels of the Philadelphia loss. And to have that defense do that job, and it's not just this Miami game, Sal. I mean, it's Kansas City, Dallas, and, you know, we got the Chargers and the Patriots sandwiched in there, but 17 points for Kansas City, 10 for Dallas, 14 for Miami. I mean, that's that's an incredible job by your defense. 100% it is. And, you know, I've said this before. You guys know you've talked about it. There, There's such a difference from – when they lost the guys they lost in back-to-back weeks, four and five, Tredavious White and then Daquan Jones and Matt Milano. And it took them a while. Now, the next week they played the Giants. What wasn't a very good offensive team. You know, luckily the Bills escaped there. But then the Patriots, the Buccaneers, who did some things late in that game, the Bengals, of course, the Broncos. They just they couldn't find themselves on defense. And I think it took some adjusting. It took some figuring out who does what well and where. And I'll give you a great example. Right? Like, so... We talked about, after a couple of weeks of that, how they realized, okay, they first put Dorian Williams out, and then you know the game was a little too fast for him. So they go back to Tyrell Dodson. Tyrell Dodson was not good in pass coverage. Very good against the run, not good in pass coverage. So what do they do? They go to Jordan Poyer as a nickel linebacker. Bring, I'm sorry, dime linebacker, bringing Taylor Rapp as the extra safety. Great adjustment, great job. That kind of really started to flow a little bit better. Now, in the process here, they get Rasul Douglas, which is obviously a great pickup and a great trade. That said, now you get to yesterday, Tyrell Dotson gets hurt. I said on the broadcast, I expect, and Chris and Eric agreed when it happened, we were expecting Dorian Williams to come in. Here comes Balen Specter. Now you think about this. Balen Specter, that plan was okay, Tyrell goes in, goes out, Balen Specter goes in, not Dorian Williams. Balen Specter's played like. Five defensive snaps this year. I don't know what he's really played. I'm just mm-hmm. exaggerating maybe, but right. holy cow. And they were getting gashed in the run game, like you said, in the first half. And then on top of that, they make an adjustment at halftime. I don't know exactly what they did. They cut off the perimeter, and they really forced Miami to either have to run through the tackles or to throw the ball, and that really kind of buttoned up what you saw in the second half. That's coaching. That's guys understanding their roles. That's understanding guys and knowing what their strengths and weaknesses are. And I I think it's been a a phenomenal job over the last several weeks. Let's check injuries. Injury update brought to you by the Barnes firm. Car crash for help. Call 1-800-8-MILLION. Four injuries last night, by my count, players leaving the game. But I haven't seen or heard anything today, not only from the Bills, but from people analyzing the injuries that would necessarily mean anybody misses from that list of players. Maybe Davis would be the most likely. What do you think? So we just got off Sean McDermott's Zoom call. He said because they got back so late, he has no information today. He normally would on a Monday. He will have more clarity on Wednesday uh, when we meet with them again. He has nothing on that. Ian Rappaport has reported that um, Gabe Davis has a PCL strain. It shouldn't be too serious. He has a chance to play this week, but he could be out. 
and it is actually five, and you're right, Mike, I've been saying four also. Remember, Taylor Rapp got hurt at the end of the game. So even though he didn't actually miss time because it was the final defensive play, that's another guy that you have to keep in mind here and where that's going to go. Tyrell Dodson with the shoulder, you know, in the locker room after the game, you know, he sounded optimistic. He wants to play next week, but we'll see. That's not his choice. We'll see where that goes. Um, Concussion for Ty Johnson. So that's just protocol. So we'll see, you know, where that advances. And then the other one, the big one for me, will be Rasul Douglas. Now, again, you're not facing the Chiefs or the Dolphins here in the next game, in the next matchup, a team that's going to throw the ball all over you. So, you know, Rasul Douglas in a situation here where, look, if, you, if he's going to be close, I think you can you can live with Dane Jackson, who played a really nice game yesterday when he went in. But we'll see where Rasul Douglas is. He was on the sidelines in the second half, but he had a big wrap on his left knee. He had his helmet, but he never went in the game. He said he wanted to go back in, but Dane Jackson said, don't worry, I got you if you, if you can't do it. Sean McDermott said, well, that's all well and good, but... That's really a decision with with the trainers to if he can go back right. in or not. Right. So Rap, I did not know this about Rap. He he got hurt on the play he intercepted the the pass, the last defensive play of the game. He did. Un- unfortunately, I say it because it was such a great celebration, but it was subdued because Rap was down for a good three four minutes. Guys, okay. Right. Uh, on the right. play, and and you know then he finally got up and. Um, in the locker room, I asked him. He said he'll get it checked out this week. We'll see, right? We'll see. So uh, I don't exactly even know. Honestly, I don't even know what the injury is because of the situation where it is. We didn't get an official injury update because right. he never left the game officially, right? I mean, the game was over. So, you know, we'll see where that goes as well. Um, but that's another guy that you're going to have to monitor this, this week. This means I must have spent a good four or five minutes just exchanging high fives with the people I was watching the game <laughs> right. with. And I just, yeah. Like, yeah. just ignored the fact that Rap was down on the field for all that time. I didn't notice it either, and I was not giving high fives because I never would. Mm. I don't give them. Oh, that's right. You're anti. I don't five. give them. Um, fair, fair, low fives from like no, no fives, no fives. <laughs> uh, handshakes, fist bumps. Sure, I respect the point on uh, you know Pittsburgh not a prolific offense. Maybe you could. I I might bet a prop bet for Rasul Douglas to score a touchdown in this game if he's active. Like <laughs> you know, New, New England again, New England comp. Right? They're sort of they were not that team either. But you needed Douglas's yeah. takeaways. That yeah, uh, so I'm not right. saying you don't know his value. Of course you know his value, but you know how different do the Bills play an in injury situation because it's the playoffs, and then they're a ten point favorite. I mean, it's just a lot of back back and forth here as we start the week. Okay, well, you you got home at five in the morning. You've given us this time. You've been informative. We'll, we'll give you the, the minute. We have a minute left. We'll give you the minute. Is that it's not a fair trade off? But it's, hopefully, it's, no. But appreciate listen, the I, I, I do think. I do think about the Steelers having a game a day earlier than the Bills and the Bills getting back so late. I mean, it's almost like a day and a half, basically, for the Bills to, Mm -hmm. you know, have less preparation time and less recovery in time here for the Steelers. And, you know, those things matter. They don't have to be, you know, a a super big deal, but they can be. You know, this is a a Steelers team that, like I said, they've been in kind of the same situation. They played Saturday night. The Bills play Sunday night and get back Monday morning. So, you know, the Bills got to get back on top of it and have a quick turnaround here after all this. That Baltimore weather is the kind of weather where you need a couple of days just to warm up right? Oof. after that, being that cold rain for hours like that on Saturday. Uh, all right, well, here we go. We'll be analyzing all this stuff to the fullest extent here over the next few days. Thank you, Sal. You got it, guys. Thanks. That's our Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. His appearances here are always brought to you by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Didn't get time in to ask Sal about Dennis Allen and Arthur Smith. I'd love to know Sal's take on that, too. Like, just how the St. Coach was really interesting there, basically saying it wasn't my call. Right. We, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, he's got the Falcons coach, the late Falcons coach, screaming at him. 
and you know, kind of understandably, yeah. And he's like, I, I didn't actually call uh, a, a running play there, right? Just, Out of victory formation, right? Yeah, Jameis did. Jameis Winston made the call. Now we got Jimmy Graham on Twitter sticking up for Jameis Winston. Calls him the best teammate he's ever had, and you know, bleep the Falcons, Jimmy Graham. You got to get a guy, a teammate that you went and got. Because he scored, what did, what did Williams have like last year? Twelve touchdowns or something for Detroit. Like he was twenty, twenty, maybe. Or whatever. He had a crazy, maybe not twenty. He led the league. He had a crazy year rushing touchdowns, and goes to New Orleans, gets hurt right away. Has like he has no touchdowns. They signed him to score touchdowns. He has zero. You're telling me you want to get off the Schneid like that? I know. I just don't even. I, he I wouldn't mean, have had a bonus for one. I wouldn't think. No, <laughs> I, I, I'd be surprised if he had a bonus for one. And like that's how you want to get in the end zone. I don't know, that's weak sauce. It was pointed out to me on Twitter today that the Saints finished plus seventy five for the year and better than Detroit. Did they ever seem good? No, not to me. No, two points different than the Chiefs in point differential this year. The Saints, but not in the playoffs. Much better than the Bucks and the Rams, who are. And the Eagles. Eagles finished plus five for the year. They have just completely lost it. Philadelphia at Tampa next Monday night. Let's take a break. The update, and then hopefully we'll hear from you. 803-0550 to join us. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Backing Hardy up to his own five. Gets to the 10, to the 15, through a hole to the 20. 25, 30. He could go. 50. 40, they're not going to get him. Deontay Hardy going the distance for the touchdown. And we're an extra point away from a tie ball game. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We have a resilient group of players and a team overall. And, you know, it got to a certain point in the year where it's just like, hey, this is the way it's going to be. So time to buck up and get the job done. And I think that's really what the guys have done. They've come together and played for one another. And that has formed uh, an identity throughout the last four or five weeks here. Sean McDermott and the Bills on to the playoffs. The Steelers, or the Stillers, as they're known in some parts. Sunday at 1. What parts are these? Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's still, how they pronounce Stillers. it. Stillers. Stillers. Mm. Yeah. 
No? No, I'm not familiar with the dialect enough. Exciting times here at WGR for two reasons, at least. One is that because the season is over, the regular season is over, Dalton Kincaid did, by a lot, finish with the second most receptions on the team. Bulldog wins, ding, 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 20 units. Uh, Trista wouldn't like that. $20. Yeah, I guess that's right. Went your way, which, uh, why is that exciting here? Because, well, it's exciting for you because you win money, but because we can erase that from the bet board. Which you've done already. Which I have done already. Thoroughly. Right at the top. There's almost no room for anything else. Now the, the door has swung wide open for new betting. That's so much fun. The other reason is there's pizza today. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I I par I have partaken. You had some pizza. I, 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 a little little bit. Little sandwiches too. It's nice. To the little that. sandwiches. Little, little sandwiches from Picasso's today. Yeah, good stuff. Let's go to Stephen next. Hi, Stephen. Hey, uh, uh well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, I was telling your screener. First of all, I, I think it's really cool that this game was the conclusion of the NFL season. Um, it was so great for, you know, the whole nation and the NFL to get to see Buffalo showcase what they're all about. Um, you know, you guys were talking with Sal about the pressure. I think that makes Buffalo thrive. I mean, yeah, uh, we don't want to see Buffalo, you know, they put themselves in a serious situation when they got the 6-6 six and because six of stupid losses like the one to Denver and uh, even the first game of the season against the Jets and then, uh, you know, Philadelphia. But here's the thing. If you look at that game last night, I mean, um, you know, uh, you know, the Deontay Hardy, that punt return for the, uh, you know, for the TD, um, that was the kick that Buffalo needed. You know, I, I, I said this. I called in uh, to the pregame show, and I said that I, I just – it was – in my gut, that Buffalo was not going to be uh, showcasing the conservative approach that you guys talked about and they talked about on One Bills Now with Greg Cosell uh, in the previous four games. I knew that they were going to break this wide open, and I knew that they were going to get digs back in the game. It was good to see, you know, Josh hitting him. Um, but the, the thing is, is that when you look at, you know, the first two drives, you know, yeah, it was frustrating. They they got intercepted in the end zone, and then there was the dropped pass in the end zone by Cook, and then at the end of the first half where they ran out of time. But this is, you know, this team, the one thing I would characterize them by, and by the way, I would said this to yep. you yesterday when I called in, was that the defense was going to be Miami's worst nightmare, but it is endurance. It is resilience, just like Coach McDermott said. This okay. Team, they cannot be stopped when they're on point and they're focused. And Josh Allen, that guy is amazing. I mean, what, 420-something something total yep. yards offense? Yep. So, you know, that, and, you know, look at the injuries they sustained in weeks four and five for the defense, but look yes. at how they've stepped up. Yes. So I'm just saying Buffalo is showing they are a championship team and bring it on. I don't care if it's the Steelers or the Ravens right. or Casey or whoever. What about the Browns? Do you care if it's the Browns? Yeah, or the Browns. What about yeah. Houston? Yeah, Houston. Okay, that's everybody. Uh, Miami. So, right. San yeah, Francisco. Well, Miami. San Francisco. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Green Bay. <laughs> Got it. You're on board. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah.
Ricky is next. Hello, Ricky. Hey, how you guys doing? Same, Fantastic, good. man. Thanks. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate you guys, and I listen to you guys from Cardinal every single day. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate that very much. Thanks. I just, uh, I just want to say, like, the beginning, okay, so we had the first drive. They had the second drive. The stop between, that stop they had on the first drive of Miami is by inches. I cannot remember who stopped them. I try to remember what I was going to call you guys in, but that stop showed me that defense, our defense is back. And defense wins championships to me, to be honest with you. If these guys can play like that and Josh can be Josh, we get Stefan Diggs going. I think we have the best chance as anybody else. Like Honestly, Kansas City doesn't look good. You look at Eagles, they don't look good. Well, look, you know, yeah. here, here's the here's the thing, Ricky, and Stephen said the same thing. It is fine. It's certainly possible that they'll win. We know they're good. We think so, too. It's just like, if this, if that, if the other thing, that you can say that for anybody. Like, there are teams with fewer questions than the Bills. You know, the Ravens, for starters, easily have fewer questions than the Bills. They're not perfect, but they're in, they're in the spot. They've got the bye. Like, they're the favorite. So, I mean, if, 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 sure, they'll win, too. Right? So what what has to happen here? I, I like last night for, and Stephen is right to point out how last week, I mean, I was stuck on this idea that the Bills need, want to be a run team, clearly. Like, why would they be running like they are if they didn't want that? And so I was not expecting them to to get away from that last night. It wasn't dramatic that they did. They ran tons of plays. They did both. Like early in this game, that first long drive that was pretty good, they ran the ball six times at yeah. least on that drive. So it was a little, it was more though in the passing game, and it worked. And that's what you were saying last week about matchups, right? And and that this gives me more hope for having seen Allen have a stat line like that gives me more hope for them than I had a week ago when you know he was throwing for ninety yards against Dallas. You know this th- this is the way. I think yeah. if they're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it helps to be able to hit every club in your bag. Um, but I, I feel like the passing game is it's the Bills' driver, you know? And you, you want to be – sure, you got to shape your shots and play smart. and, and all, oh, Yeah, okay. Uh, but when I need it, can I hit it, you know – 250 down the middle I'll 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 be concerned. I won't talk like a pro golfer 350 350 380 whatever yeah. these animals hit the ball you know just just pipe one you know set yourself up and they it had been a while and I even was saying you know the the thing like if you want to start grading Brady and feeling uh feeling out where you stand with him um you know is he the long range answer how soon before someone comes for him like maybe a thing you needed to see was them get off through the air. They had the Philly game, and that happened, and it kind of got lost in the wash that they were prolific in that game through the air. It was not a Diggs game, though. And last night was not a Diggs game, but well, the eight, eight targets, seven catches, just missed another long one. I mean, geez, come on. Eventually, maybe you'll get one of those. But the passing game overall was, you know, was one of the stories of the game last night, even though it was a tight game. Um, you know, that was the mistakes. And, you know, they kind of kept themselves from putting the game in a comfortable place much earlier than they than they ended up doing. Here is Jack with us. Hi, Jack. Hello, how are you guys doing? Great, thank you. Good. Um, my, hey, listen, I'm, a, I'm ecstatic. I can't believe it. We're the number two seed. Everything went great, and they did what they had to do going down the stretch. 
But my real concern going forward is how can you possibly have Josh go 420-plus and essentially score one touchdown that was, like, legit? You know what I mean? My, my concern is you, you have this guy go crazy like that. You have a touchdown that goes off of somebody's head that's, like, lucky. <laughs> and then he gets, he gets it to Dawson. And then other than that, it's, it's still like a, like a legit seven-point mm-hmm. scoring game for our offense when your quarterback does everything. So my, my concern is that at the end of the day, the turnovers, the, the poor decisions on the goal line when you're throwing that ball, those things, if you're actually going to want to win a, sta- a Super Bowl, those things are going to cost you. And, and, and that's the story of this team, I think. Well, that's all fair. I mean, that's what last night's game was. I guess we just don't know yet if it will cost them, but it's kind of who he is, you know, which is almost unstoppable, but there are mistakes. Like everybody knows the book on, on Allen, you know, you have to, to have any chance against him. If the bills are not going to just button up, you, you have to get those mistakes and there's luck in that. I mean, good teams you might say are better at it. Miami can be opportunistic like that. Wilkins is a player. I mean, they, they have, they have some we're missing, but guys who've you know been good in that kind of department before. But will it catch up with you? We don't know yet. It might not. It doesn't have to. Four-game sample. In poker, they say going all in is a great play every time but once. You know, you're taking your chances. You're pushing in all in. The guy folds all in. You've got the better hand all in. You just keep amassing these chips. In theory, this doesn't happen to me, but you keep amassing <laughs> these chips, and then you push in one more time, and you get busted. You're out. So maybe you keep pushing all in, and you win a championship here, which we've never done. Or maybe you bust. I mean, that's yeah. how it's who he is. It's who they are, and I say embrace it. I mean, we have. We have. Not. I think. I think so. I think you're. 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 Maybe even. Maybe even McDermott at some point begrudgingly, like he he you know it was notable I think at halftime like he what he he chose his words there and and I think it was maybe not unlike in the spring the day of the digs thing you know like I think he was hot because Allen screwed up there at the end and like you know the ball's got to get out of the field to play or however he phrased it we have like, to be smarter he just he just definitely made it known that he did not like how Allen handled the end of the half. And by the end of the, by the end of the game, he's talking, he's crying to sell about what a leader Josh Allen is. I mean, so maybe, maybe even he's warming up in that department, but I think we, we've all, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just got to learn to stop worrying and love the bomb, you know, like this is, this is, that's, that's, that's what he is. He's a bomb. He can go off and it might go off, you know, in your own car. Tough. All of that makes sense. I mean, I know on Twitter there were people critical of McDermott. I was inclined to be at first, too. Like, why is he sort of spouting off like that about Allen in the middle of the game? Um, But his point is valid. And if you have, I don't know if they do. Like, it's still sort of interesting to me, the sort of the byplay, if there ever is any, between McDermott and Allen. Because you just never see them talking. Like, you never see them together, almost. Uh but you, if you have people who are comfortable with each other and can listen to criticism from each other and just sort of be fine, then so what if he says that? 
Like, Allen's not going to change. It took McDermott six years to get Allen to slide once. Right. You know, just constantly pleading for him to do it, with us anyway. And they talk every day, McDermott will say. We talk every day. And Allen even said after the game, the third and 13 run, I think he, he said specifically, that's a run that the coach would be yelling for me to get down, get down, get down. And then they asked McDermott, he's like, no, he needed the first down. Not on that case. We needed the first down. Right. The, that play still... I mean, I know you can get like lost in the labyrinth of screen grabs and, and all these highlights, but there there is a still shot of that play where he is Allen is like four yards short of the first down. Someone's almost got him around the waist, and then there are two dudes converging on him from like like in front of him, and like you got a first down on that. You're a quarterback, not Earl Campbell. I mean, it, it just it was an incredible play. Third and 13, 312 left, 15 yard run. What do they do if it's, well, they're in their own territory, actually. What do they do if it's fourth and four? Like you said, they punt it from their 43 with three minutes to go. Big play. Thanks for your calls. 803 0550. If you want to be next, Mike Show Open the Bulldog here, WGR. Here's the snap. Fires over on the right side and into the end zone for the touchdown is Dawson Knox. It's a five-yard touchdown reception by the tight end, and the Bills have the lead with 7-16 remaining. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, welcome back. The Sabres host... Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Seattle tomorrow night. They've won their last two. The Sabres, I mean. And so 24 hours and six minutes from now, we'll have uh, the pregame show for that one. Six in a row at home starting tomorrow. All right. How many will you go to? I don't have any plans. 
Uh, we've got tickets for tomorrow, but I think Owen's using them. Um, so yeah, I don't. I, I went to two. I went to two in a row. I went to actually the last two home games. Right? They they have been, I, I went uh, Wednesday the Bruin game holiday week, and then that Saturday against Columbus, and they've been on the road since. I think right. They were off for a bit, and then Montreal, and so yeah. Anyway, so I went to two in a row. <clears throat> I'm, I'm good for now. Monday at one, you're not going to go to that game. No, probably not. I'll, Is that San Jose? I'm, I'm thinking I'll, we'll, I'll be here with you. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Matt is next. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, just uh, really excited about uh, seeing them go down to Miami and come out with a win. Uh, kind of seemed like a home game. You know, Miami is just kind of like uh, your little brother where you might be, like, in the kitchen eating an apple and they come in mad at you and start swinging. You just put your hand out in their forehead and hold them away. And it's like they're really no threat. They don't seem like a threat and kind of like you're just black mm-hmm. days ago, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's like 12 out of the last 13 games Bills have won. And the one loss in that was when they outgained them by almost 300 yards and just had ridiculous heat-related injuries and dumb plays, kind of like last night, except they found a way to win. But um, uh, going back to your, your point on the run with Allen, it was a great run, um, but – they, regardless of what would have happened on that, even if he ended up short, it would have been a first down because Ramsey got called for holding on the play on a defensive hold, so they packed that five yards on to the end of the run. But if he was short, it still would have been automatic first down from wherever he was. But, yeah, it was pretty awesome to see him uh, barrel through there and get the first down. That was actually uh, Christian Wilkins he barreled through the tackle on. So, even better. The player that had him around the waist that I just mentioned was Christian, Christian Wilkins? Yeah. Wow. Yep. I did not realize that. And uh, if, you, if you watch the replay, uh, Kohu, number four, the defensive back, actually looked like he didn't even want any part of the tackle. He kind of moved out of the way. Right. It's like he did an Ole tackle. Yeah, I mean, Allen is their biggest problem as a franchise. Just... It's been years where Miami has had, how long? Three years at least where they've had okay or better teams. And last night was what you hope for. We win the division if we beat them. Home team. They they had a long injury list. That's not what they hoped for. But really, like those are the opportunities the, the you don't were, get very many. The Bills were sloppy, gave them the ball, and like kept, you know, kept the game close. And Miami still... They ran 17 plays in the second half. Well, look, I said last week, setting up this game, Miami has had a, a glorified season. And I, I don't mean that sarcastically. Like, they have done a lot of good things and had the division lead pretty much throughout. And on Sunday night, we find out whether any of it mattered. Because, you you know, you lost here, so you're now going to 18 below Kansas City for a Saturday night playoff game. You know, good luck. If they lose that game, what was their year? They set a couple records. Thanks for coming. But they yeah. didn't win anything. This is Tua's first playoff game. Right. He was hurt last year. And left out the year before. Right. So, I mean, just what was it? This is the, it's, I mean, say the same, same thing every time, I guess, but the Bills know this. We know this from the New England years where they were never really this close to right. beating New England in a, in a division race. But you know what can what can you be 
if you can't win your division? Yeah, if you, what can you? If, what are you? If Miami's looking to solve their Buffalo problem, they're gonna they're gonna be carrying that around in their knapsack all off season. Whatever happens, I mean, I, I suppose unless they they get a rematch with the Bills and beat them or something, uh, you know. But yeah, they've got they've got a Buffalo problem, and last night did nothing to fix it. And we also said last week how in the scenario that we got, had the Dolphins won the game, the Bills would have been back there. And that wouldn't have been worth much. They'll hang a banner for that, AFC East. Mm-hmm. But they still would have had to win next week or else you lost to the team. Like That's cruel to have to play the Bills again. <laughs> if you win and win the division, you have to play them again. Sorry, it meant, actually meant nothing that right. you won the game. Sorry. Right. Uh, but they didn't get that, and now they're going to the North Pole for Patrick Mahomes. Should be fun. <laughs> wow, should be fun. Time out. Back with your calls after sports. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.